Blog Talk Radio. Okay, praise God. Good morning. Sound check testing one. Here we go with this again. Sound check. Okay, good morning. Shalom. Happy Sabbath day to you. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. You can call us at 646-378-1857. We have Chaplain John Durden is in our room, a 80-year-old brother in the Lord who was a chaplain who trained me as a chaplain. Good morning, Chaplain Durden, and how's everything to you today? <clears throat> good morning, good morning. Lovely day, lovely day. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Okay. What we're going to do today is pray our Father. Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing all, hitting all that were affected of the devil and oppressed. Acts 10.38. We come against any demonic spirits of oppression today. We bind Satan. We take authority over every principality and the airways that will try to block this teaching. Thy word is true, and every man a lie. We give it to you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What is wrong with the body of Christ? Why is it that Christians don't know the Bible? They know tradition, but I'm only speaking off the experiences that I have received here since I've been on internet radio. I have witnessed people all over the world call me and not know the Bible. We are living in times where you need to know the Bible for yourself. I had a Christian gentleman call me this morning. God gave me word of knowledge to give him something about fasting. And I said, you need to know truth, all types of truth. The Bible said, when you know the truth, you become free. John 8, 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I personally believe out of ignorance that a lot of Christians will send themselves to hell, believing that they're going to go to heaven by performing and going to a church. <laughs> Well, today is really the day of worship, and, and most Christians don't even recognize it. They look at it as, as a religion. Uh, no, it wasn't a religion. In Mark chapter 2, verse 27, and he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Then he says, therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. That's what Jesus says. Why is it that Christians don't want to follow <laughs> what Jesus says out the Bible? Why is it? Why is this? What is wrong with the body of Christ? Do all Christians believe and worship God based on the Bible? 
No, they don't. Now, I'm going to show you something. That was in Mark. Let's go to Acts chapter 13, verse 43 and 44. Acts 13, 43 and 44. Acts 13. And verse 13, and we're going to go to verse 43 and 44. Now, when the congregation was broken up, Many of the Jews and religious Protestants followed Paul and Barabbas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day, he didn't say the next Sunday. Paul, he didn't even do anything on no Sunday. (laughs) And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. What is wrong with the body of Christ is two two things. One, most people are traditional. And when you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and his word, not the not the building or the pastor in the building, you must respect pastors, prophets, the Bible gives us these people. Now, there are apostles and pastors are not called, but they're called themselves. If signs don't follow them, if they're not operating in any form of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, you have to question that. But see, people don't like to hear that because what I have found by experiencing multiple people throughout the nations call me is that they don't want to come to the knowledge of the agreement of Scripture, point blank. Well, you know, my mama did it, and I'm I'm comfortable going where my mama went. Now, Jesus speaks of these things in the book of Mark, chapter 7, verse 6. And he said unto them, Well, have Isaiah prophesied, of you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Now, what makes the heart far from me? Here it goes. How be it, in vain do they worship me. And there are a lot of Christians in vain worshiping God. The Baptist Church. They don't even speak in tongues. That's in vain. But I'm a Baptist. I, I heard a man told me, he said, I'm a die Baptist. I'm a die trying to be a Christian. The word Christian is in the Bible three times. The word Christian in the Bible three times. 
It's in Acts chapter 11, verse 26. It's in Acts chapter 26, verse 28. And it is in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 16, Christian. The word Baptist represents John the Baptist, not the Baptist church. <laughs> so what happens is people get caught into traditions. For the laying aside the commandments of God, laying aside the commandments of God, the word of God. This is the problem that the Christians have. They won't study the Bible. They lay that aside. And then they'll go on a day that is not sanctioned by the word of God on no Sunday, and then they'll fight and justify trying to worship God on a day, <clears throat> excuse me, that is not even biblical for Christians to implement. The word of God has the ultimate say-so, but not to everybody. See, some of us pick and choose what we want, and I think I'll go to this church because the pastor looked good, or the choir looked good, or the choir sounds good. That's wrong with worship. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were guilty of sin and legalism. A legalism substitute outward righteousness of God's word for proper inner attitude that comes from being born of God and of the spirit, not by legalism. And a lot of Christians are saved and involved in the spirit of legalism. Do this at this church. Don't do this at church. Uh, clean up meetings. Uh, you know, <laughs> all these what you call governmental positions where there are no one in spiritual positions to teach the doctrine of God's word. This is what's wrong with it. And then you go pick a church that don't even have no, lots of people go to church. They don't want to get convicted, but they want to fool themselves and say, I went to church. Well, what about Monday? What about Tuesday? What about Wednesday? What about Thursday? What about Friday, Shabbat, 6.30 to 6.30 in the evening? Sabbath, what about that? Still got to read the Bible. And see, then what people I found out when they call me, and I'm getting this understanding from just experience by people calling me, they don't even know where the scriptures are. Turn, they, and, and people want you to train, walk with them. They want you to carry them. And then they'll get real mad at you, but won't get mad at God. God, I stopped that. I stopped that. I don't let nobody come at me like that no more. Because those are spirits. People are stubborn. Stubbornness. Won't change. And it's going to send you to hell. So don't be talking about I'm going to go see Jesus when you don't even know his word. You got women married to their own husband, more submissive to the pastor of the church than her own husband, and have some alt against her husband, and still go into church and clean it up on on that on the Saturday for the wrong day. <laughs> oh, that's error. See, the Bible speaks of a spirit of error in First John four six. And in these last days, we need sound doctrine. 
Don't nobody want to hear no money coming. That uh, Leroy Thompson stuff, that's gone. People trying to make it. It's hard. The economy is hard. The economy is hard everywhere, worldwide. Satan is putting his forces together to destroy mankind if he can. And if you don't know the Bible, you're going to get wiped out. But you'll go call your pastor. Where is it at? No. <clears throat> None of my members calling me every day to ask me where is it at. No, you search the Bible for yourself. When you have this tradition spirit in you, it does not bring about sound doctrine. It brings about a lot of error. Timothy, the apostle, warned the church about this in the early days of the first century church. It's written in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now, I have not studied none of this. This is coming straight from the Holy Spirit. Don't worry about what you're going to say or how that you're going to say it, for the Holy Ghost at that time shall teach you what you ought to say. I have not prepared this sermon. The Lord moved on my heart and they speak about the problems of the body of Christ. Because God wants to have a personal relationship with you. You have more relationship than the people of the church than you do with God. God warns the church in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, If thou put thy brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words. It didn't say in the building. It, said, it didn't say in the pastor. It said in the words. Well, what are you talking about? God's word. Even the pastor got to teach the word. We all don't live it. We ain't supposed to judge nobody. We need to look at ourselves. Don't look at the person. Look at yourself. When you go to church, don't go judging nobody. Judge not. Yes, that you be judged. If they're not living right, leave it alone. Pray. You ain't living right either. We all have something that we're dealing with on this earth, but we all need the truth. Then he says, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine. That's the problem with the body of Christ. We don't want good doctrine. We want to go to a church that suits praise more than deliverance. Or we would love to go to a uh, if you go into a, a traditional church, you're going to go straight to hell. God ain't in those churches anymore. Where until thou hast attend, but refuse profane and old wise fables and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. But bodily exercise profited little. But godliness is profitable to all things, having promises of the life that is now in and that was in to come. Then he says something very important. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all expectations. For therefore, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, specifically of those that believe. Now, if you believe, God has, had warned the church of reprobates. He's warned us that 
we should study. Even as Timothy go on, he says, These things command teach, that no man despise thy youth, but thou art examples of the believer in word, in conversation, in love, in spirit, in faith, impartiality. That's me, no, no, no racism. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. This is the wrong, this is the problem that I encounter people. They don't know the Bible. And I notice that people trying to get in ministries without knowing the Bible. Please don't do that. Don't mess nobody up. <laughs> I mean, you, you got a, a church on every block in America, and don't none of them speak in tongues. None of them cast out demons. None of them. So God doesn't want you to be a Christian that's ignorant of the Bible. See, the more you know the word of God, the more the devil will become afraid of you. The devil will wear all over you if you don't know the Bible. Imagine waking up in the morning and you don't know what to do spiritually if something come after you. That's your fault, not my fault. That's your fault. See, in these last days, it's going to get worse, and God wants to get us to become closer to him. I really believe we need to do some fasting. We need to start living a fasted life, including myself. Man, look, this flesh don't want to fast. It will kick. We need to fast and center our attention to the love of God and have a personal, not a relationship with everybody else, but a personal relationship with the Lord. I knew a lady. I knew a lot of women called me. when I, My husband, he just, I tell you, Pastor, he's something else. Let me go ahead on to my, my, my church. And she'll go listen to her pastor but won't forget her husband. I told her, I said, Daddy, why are you going to church? God said, leave all your gifts. Leave them, let, let, leave them and just let them sit right there, Matthew 5, 23 and 24, and come back and ask your brother to forgive you. Didn't bring your gifts to the altar. You know, she hung up in my face. That's stubbornness. That's a stiff-necked spirit when you go against the will of God. When you don't discipline yourself to study, you're going to have to pay for that. And then you start calling people like me. Now you're all in so much trouble, you're ready to hear, and then I got to work hours with you, and you won't sow one seed. Not one seed to help this radio station come on air. But I still love you through it. Still help. We need to really understand who our enemy is. I did not know anything about the devil until I got into the ministry of deliverance. They say, well, pastor, you talk about this. I'm not a pastor. I'm just a broadcaster. I don't, I'm, I don't own no church. I'm an apostle. I'm sent to do radio. The church is in the body of Christ, the believers who listen to me. I wouldn't want no building if you give it to me because when you got a, a bunch of people together, you have a bunch of demons. And a bunch of demons without deliverance ministry means chaos. And most churches have chaos because there's no deliverance ministry there. These are last days. We must increase our study. We must increase staying in the word. We have to. Because times 
it's getting worse out here. And God is bringing a calling. God is trying to call us into holiness. Yes, he's trying to call us into holiness, which no man can see God. In 2 Timothy 3, 1, it says, This know also that in the last days, privileged times shall come. See, we are in that time now. This is why you need to pray more. I had to call a brother to give him word of knowledge. And that pride in him, yeah, yeah, I hear you. When I hear that, <laughs> somebody trying to reject the truth. So I told the brother, I said, hey, man, you, you have a moth of spirit in you. This brother goes here and go here, and his wife and him, they don't even sleep in the same bed together. They're in the same house. I said, man, you need to work that. You need to start fasting and praying for your family. And now you go to this meeting, and you go to this meeting. You're at the church involved with this, and you can't even speak to your own wife. See, that's a double standard. That's how people become double-minded. When you're wavering, now you're with the church, you can, I'm doing something for the past, but you won't do nothing for your wife. You won't sit down and, hey, let's talk about this. Why we're not communicating? You, won't, you don't know the Bible. So you're going to go call some counselor, and they're going to charge you a ton of money when you can study the word for yourself to work out your problem. These last days are very, very, very real. This know also that in the last days, privileged times shall come. We're in that time now. The economy worldwide and can't no politician do nothing for you. Another problem I'm going to discuss is that Christians dabbling into uh, a politics. I'm going to get into that because that is nothing but error. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetousness, boastful, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to family, unthankful, unholy. You give a person something, they won't even say thank you. That's when you know you're in the last days. The last days are when people are selfish. The spirit of selfishness comes, the spirit of hate, anger, murder, racism, rage. All this stuff is going on. All over the world, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power. There are many pastors that have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. They're excellent oratorical speakers. They even work miracles. The devil can work miracles too. But in their heart. There's something in there in all of our heart that God wants to deal with. And this is why you have to know him personally. I don't believe that you got to go tell the pastor everything about your, your sins. I don't want nobody to come and tell me, but go tell the Lord. The Bible says if you confess your fault, he's just and able to forgive you. Don't, and the Bible says confess your fault once to another. You got to use wisdom with that. You don't want to confess your fault to a gossiper. Oh, he told me that. It's that you got to use wisdom with that. I don't need to go to no man to tell him what I did wrong. I don't need to go to no I definitely ain't going to no I'm going to Jesus of Nazareth. What makes me not do that? I was Roman Catholic. Well, let me go to the priest. See, that's religion. 
Religion is made by man, and most Christians are religious. They don't know the Bible. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power, therefore, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and led captive city women laden with sin, led away with divers' loss, forever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Ever learning, dogs day, cat day, uh, leadership conference. Oh, that's popular. Where the Spirit of God is at. If the Spirit of the Holy Spirit and, and the minister of deliverance and the prophetic is not, they're always going to have something in the flesh for you to understand. And that's not God. We're supposed to preach the word in season and out of season. And the Bible is supposed to cut us and convict us for certain sins. This is why Christians don't want to read the Bible. A lot of things we put on ourselves. I noticed something else about Christians, especially in America. They love to get into politics. And God showed me something. Some people called me because I prophesied. Let me get the scripture first. And when the, the Lord moved on me to speak against the spirit of racism in Donald Trump, the Lord moved on me to speak against the spirit of Catholicism in Joe Biden. Those are spirits in people. Spirits. Joe Biden, I doubt if can quote full scripture because he's Catholic. I used to be Catholic. You got Christians getting involved, and I prophesied. The Lord told me that he was not going to win. And I, do you know I came up against criticism? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to do what the word says. I'm not a politician. I don't get into politics. I speak against racism, evil. And for any American president to get on stage and call people these negative names and bring up all this division, Christians have to have the spirit of discernment to see through politicians, and they can't see through it because they get it from their fleshly mind. They get it from how they was, oh, he thinks like I think. All it is is a thought process, and when you all agree with that thought process, you put it into action. That's how a policy comes from a fleshly mind. This is why God does not want Christians involved with this foolishness. I sent a letter to Raphael Warnock, the guy who's running with this other clown uh, that don't even know the Lord either. And I, and I told Raphael Warnock, you're a pastor. What are you doing trying to be a senator? You, 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 I, I don't see Apostle Paul becoming uh, the governor of Cornelius of uh, 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 Corinthians. If, you, if you're in the ministry, you have to get out of politics. Now, you may have to speak against spirits that's affecting people if God calls you to use in the prophetic manner. All of my uh, prophecies have came to pass because I only prophesy when the Lord tells me. God runs this stuff, not the politicians. And, and when you get involved with politicians, you begin to judge people because a person doesn't agree with your so-called fleshly understanding. That brings divisions with people. Then you start saying words negative about them. Both of them, all politicians do that. Donald Trump do it. Obama did. All of them do it. All of them. But Trump was the most one that did most of the lying. A lot of lies came out of this man's mouth. I'm representing the word of God. I ain't representing Donald Trump. I'm representing the word of God. I'm not representing the Democratic Party. I'm representing the word of God. I'm not representing Joe Biden. 
I'm representing the Lord Jesus Christ and his word because when people get in politics as born-again Christian, it disrupts the unity of two brothers in Christ. Well, me and you, hey, I don't see eye to eye to you, but you see the eye to eye to me spiritually. But when you deal with politics, it deals with the fleshly realm. This is why God doesn't want us. He said, come out from among them and be ye separate, say the Lord, and touch not that unclean thing. And it also violates 1 Timothy 1.10, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars. You have to be a liar to be a politician. For perjured persons. That's racist. And if there be any other is contrary to sound doctrine, perjured persons speaking negative against somebody, saying bad things about them. And you want to be a Christian? Here's Reverend Raphael Warnock. He in the gay parade, but yeah, he's a Christian. He wants that vote. So you can't stand on two sides. And both of them being played by the devil. God does not need no governmental institution to meet your need. The Bible says, and my God shall meet all your needs according to his riches and glory. <sighs> if we're Christians, we're not supposed to like the world. Do you know Christians love the world? I don't like the world. I don't like nothing in it. Nothing. Don't nothing uh, satisfy me than reading the word of God. Now I've been all over the world. So what? Uh, same demon here as in Egypt. We need to wake up and grow our spirit. You don't even have the word of knowledge. You listen to some politician and believe your fleshly mind against his fleshly mind and his thoughts. And you're in alignment with him and you say to hell with Jesus. That's what you're saying. I ain't going to be in line with no human man. To hell with man and yes to Jesus of Nazareth and his word. politicians is a demonic spirit and Christians should not get involved. Go vote and get the hell out of that and let that be that. Here you go. Yeah, I agree. Man, please, you you can't even hear God, but yet you, you're going to agree with some man. You don't even know this man. And the TV commercials put you images and lies. But if you don't have discernment, you, you ain't going to be able to see the deal. And if you can't see it in the spirit realm, you can't see the demons operating through the politicians because you've been taught that and your daddy has the same agreement with you. That's a fleshly agreement. My daddy had the same agreement with mine. And the Lord told me, you and your physical father, that were nothing but flesh. That ain't spirit. Was it agreement with my word? God's word must become first for Christians. There's no other way. As also besought thee to abide at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest change some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which ministers questions rather than godly edification, which is in faith so do. That's why Christians have to get out of their politics. Ideologies, fables, philosophies makes policies. That is not the Holy Ghost. 
That's again in First Timothy one four. The choice is yours. Do you want to still be ignorant and not know the word of God? Do you want to jump up and down all day and still don't know what you're jumping up and down for? Do you want to take yourself and turn your ears away from the truth of the Sabbath? Do you want to follow Leroy Thompson so money can come to you? Do you want to follow Creflo Dollar, the dollar man of all money, money coming to me? Do you like to follow Dr. Charles Stanley at the First Baptist Church in Atlanta, very oratorical? But do you want to follow the word? I don't follow no no man. I don't follow no building. I follow the word of God. I am a registered independent. And I can care less about that. The world is messed up. You can change it through fasting and prayer. You can change it by interceding. You can change it by praying for your people that you love and praying for unsaved people and praying for the nation of Israel and praying for this war to be ended in Ukraine. There's a lot of work we can do. You see, the Lord gave us this authority. He don't have to do it no more. He said, behold, I give unto you authority. So can you please do me a favor? Can you commit yourself that you're going to study the Bible, that you're not going to get involved with this foolishness of politics? I'm dealing with the American audience over there. You know, the evangelical uh, news out of the United States said that Donald Trump betrays them. Joe Biden betrays uh, people. Nixon betrayed people, Obama. You see, you can't satisfy everybody. This is why God doesn't want Christians to be in the world. A politician has to represent a Satanist if he's in his district. I'm not representing no Satanist if he's in his district. And here this preacher, Raphael Warnock, a Democrat, Dixocrat, running around waving in the gay pride parade to get votes. That's not Christianity. Shannon Davis Omega Man Radio, the punt, the punt, the puntus. He said Donald Trump was the puntus, and boy, God anointed Donald Trump. I said, uh, I told him and called him. I said, Well, he's in a whole lot of trouble. What about that? How did, did God anoint him to get in trouble? All these lies, and, and and you want to believe a spirit of lie? And I said, You don't have. And the Lord told me, Stop. He can't hear you because he can't hear me. And I just stopped talking. And I said, You need to hear the Holy Spirit. You need to have discernment when you're dealing with uh, anything, politicians, anybody talking. You need gifts. When someone talking, you need to know who you're dealing with. Satan is really rampant, rampant, and you got to get a you got to get a grip of yourself to fight back, to believe the truth, not to put your trust in no human government. The Bible does not tell us to do that. The Bible tells us to be in the world, but don't be of the world. I've seen people hate other people because they, two Americans hate each other. One got in office, the other one angry at the other one got in office. A house that's divided cannot stand. We don't have to believe a spirit of lie. We can test the spirit if you know how. But if you don't know how, that's another story. 
There are so many gifts that God has equipped us with that we must use, especially in these last days. It's not going to get any better. But it's up to us to turn the table. It's up to us to turn the tide. It's up to us. It's up to us to let people hear and see Jesus through us. It's up to you to study for yourself. It's up to you to fast if you desire to fast three days a week and concentrate yourself and show God that you're serious about him. Lip service does not get anybody to heaven. God bless you here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Please sow a seed here at www.livedeliverance.com. If anyone calling with any foolishness and want to talk in conversation with me, I don't have the time. This line is only for ministry work only. Amen. Call 678-701-3733. If I see multiple calls with foolishness, I will put a block on your phone. This phone is only for ministry. It's not for my personal life or personal old friends or whatever. No, no, don't do it because I will put a block on it. This is for the ministry. If you have any needs, please email me at OvertonAV1 at gmail.com for prayer. OvertonAV1 at gmail.com for prayer. Please read the Bible. You know, if you don't have a desire to study the word, ask God to give you that desire and to be disciplined. Most Christians have problems because they're not disciplined. They don't operate in the spirit realm. They're ineffective in the spirit realm. They're into a lot of entertainment, which throws us away from the things that we need to do to properly equip ourselves to become spiritual Christians with the Word of God and His armor and His nine gifts. That requires fasting. It don't require watching TV or the Burt Jones show. It's okay to watch TV, but take some time into the Word of God. I spend 18 hours a day in God's Word, in and out, talking to people, either reading the Bible. Stay connected to the Word. And disconnect yourself from politics. Politics brings division. It brings one person's conscience against your conscience. One person's thought pattern for a fleshly idea to be moved and make it a law. The Spirit of God has nothing to do with that. Come out of that. We're not Republicans or Democrats or Independents. We're supposed to be called Christians. Again, The Bible says that Christian, the word Christian is in the Bible three times. Acts 11, 26, Acts 26, 28, and 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 16. God bless you here at Live Deliverance and at Radio. Please sow a seed to keep us on air. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side is our PayPal. Sow a seed and keep us on air. Come join us now with Dr. Derek Prince at www.livedeliverance.com. We've got a lot of teaching on Dr. Derek Prince that we're going to be bringing as soon as we get off the air here. And we got uh, prayer orchestrated by Derek Prince, and then we're going to move with some Frank Hammond on schizophrenia. We're going to have a lot of mixture of ministers of deliverance today. And I hope that you would go to www.livedeliverance.com. Those who are on our radio station, I want to say good morning to you and thank you. And as a matter of fact, I think I need to do this. 
a lot of people don't recognize what we're doing, and I want to take this opportunity to share with you that we are getting the gospel out throughout the world. Even now, if those who are listening to me, and if you listen to me out of the podcast at www.livedeliverance.com, uh, you will notice uh, that that's the site where everybody listens to. Well, we have right now that's listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio, the nations that's listening to us right now, worldwide, the United States, Germany, Jamaica, Australia, Finland, South Africa, Canada, Brazil, the Netherlands, Bangladesh, St. Vincent's and Grenada's Island, Dominican Republic, Spain, France, Rome, United Kingdom, Ukraine, Mexico, Singapore, Japan, Havana, Cuba, British Antilles, Islands, and Chad, Africa. God bless you here. Come on and join us with Chaplain John Durden, Eric 646-378-1857. Shalom and have a wonderful day. Okay, stand by. All right, Chaplain John Durden, Dr. Leroy Gieselton says good evening. Uh, good evening, sir. Did you write that sermon? No way, Jose. I tell you, I told you for the last year and a half, he doesn't even know what he's going to be teaching on until about five or six minutes before he comes goes on air. But what he's doing is he's repeating what the Holy Spirit is telling. That's how the, the Bible characters um, operated. Well, you got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, they, they they were just fishermen, and what happened is because they were fed by the Spirit, and they were holy men of God. Uh, the Holy Spirit was telling them what to say. All that Matthew, all those chapters and everything, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those guys were just fishermen. They were led by the Spirit of the Holy Spirit. See, they were led by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. So that's how it's done, and God, and to my amazement, uh, from my experience, my old age, and I find that God using a lot of folks not necessarily educated, people who are sold out to him, devoted to him. And he speaks to them, they can hear what he says. And when he's teaching, they very articulate, communicate. Now, you remember, Brother uh, Emmett was challenged by many theologians for the past uh, year. And, uh, and they tell, they, and they want to compete with him, and he said, what you want to talk about? He says, uh, you tell me what you want to talk about. Where's the Bible? I don't need it. Where's the book? I don't need it. And you get debate theologians who got two and three doctor degrees, and uh, you would think that the, the theologians were the one who was undereducated when they competed with um, Brother Emmett when they uh, when they competed against one another. So that's how God want to use us. He says, "I want to tell you what to say. I want to tell you." Now, when you use your mind and everything like that, that's fine. But use your mind for your your worldly things and everything else. But when it comes to spiritual things then you need the Holy Spirit. You need the Spirit, not your mind. You need the Spirit. The reason I said the mind is because the mind tells you all kinds of stuff. Like you can get 15 ministers to line up on the, on the pulpit somewhere, and you can ask them all the same identical questions, and I bet you a million bucks that each one of them will give you a different meaning, you see. And some people teach from what they've been taught. 
Now, if you went to a dumb school, <laughs> you know, a little silly school, you're going to talk silly stuff. But, you know, you got the Seventh-day Adventists, you got the Catholics, and you got the Baptists, you got all the different religions. And guess what? They're all um, teachers and speak from their mind interpretation, you see. <coughs> like God says, I don't want you to lose your mind at all. You lose your mind for, for the proper things, how to, you know, worldly things. But when it comes to spiritual things, we need the Holy Spirit to tell us, uh, define it for us. He's the one who wrote it. And so, you know, I find in my old age, I wish I'd learned all that when I was in my 20s and my 30s and my 40s, you know. And uh, so I'm learning, and I just thank the Lord. Even in my old age, the Lord haven't given, <laughs> haven't given up on me. And I'm not going to give up on him. I want to learn as much as I can, especially this deliverance ministry thing, you know, because all my life I was taught one or two things. Oh, there ain't no such thing as demons. Uh, uh, all the demons are in hell. You know, kind of thing. Never preach demon possession and everything else. When somebody act crazy, do something stupid, murder somebody, and do it, they want to say, well, the person is crazy. They never say that person is demonic. Sometimes a person may be crazy, but a lot of times the person can be demonically um, possessed. So um, I'm enjoying the circle God got me going and I'm about tongues and everything else. You know, some of the tongues had ceased and I was taught that lie for 20, 30 years, you know, to God had to just come in my presence and tell me that I was um, um, listening to false teaching. So the Lord had his person had to tell me. He told me to go down to Savannah, Georgia. I said, what's down there? He said, your sister. And I go, well, she's Methodist like me. <laughs> I'm going to argue with the Lord. I said, can you go down there and you can find out about town? I went down there and met my sister. And then to make a long story short, she took me to her pastor. And he said, John, it's relevant to everybody. All you got to do is be a believer. I didn't say be a half believer. Because if you're running around messing with another woman, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Are you stealing your line? You know, uh, you'll never hear the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit don't speak to foul, foul people, okay? I said, okay. So I went down and he told me, I don't have to ask you, uh, what are you doing? Are you sinful, hiding, sin? He said, because the Lord already told me that you straight. I said, heck yeah, man, I ain't going to, I ain't going to hell. I'm not doing what the devil want me to do. <laughs> I had a good grandma when she broke me up in the Word, you know. But we were messages all those years. And all those years I was told there's no such demons, and demons like this and demons that. And so in tongues cease. So I went down to the banner and the, and the whole, and the, and the pastor says, sit outside. He says, do you know anything about tongues and everything like that? And I go, no. You know, we not talk. I said, I was a Methodist about 15 years, and I was a Baptist about 20 years, and all that with tongue has seen. So the man said to me, Brother John, get your Bible. And I got my Bible, you know. He said, look at First uh, Corinthians 13, chapter, verses 8, 9, and 10. So I said, yeah. He says, read it to me. I said, okay. I said, this is charity never faileth. But wherever there be prophecy, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there should be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Now, he said, what is the key word that you find reading those three, three um, uh, scriptures? I said, it, it talked a little bit about um, prophecy and tongues, you know, and revelation going to cease kind of thing like that. He says, but, no, yeah, but you missed the point. I said, what's that? He says, uh, do you know the difference between past, present, and future tenses? I said, yeah, I'm not stupid, you know. Past something that happened, present what's going on now, and future tense of what's going to happen in the future. He said, well, look at things again. I look at it again and go, oh, wait a minute. 
Charity never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. They shall fail. He said, underline the word shall. Yes, sir. And where there are tongues, they shall speak. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. What is shall to you, John? Speak in tense. I said, uh, oh, my God. Shall is future tense. He said, that's right. He said, if you read, go all the way down to verse 10 and stuff like that, then you find out that the Bible says that when that which is perfect comes, then that's when we all will be, tongues will cease because God will be in our presence when he come back to establish his kingdom on this earth. But right now, he's communicating with all mankind. Some he communicates to us through tongues, some through prophecy, and some through knowledge. And I said, that's very interesting. He says, he said, let me break down to you. He said, prophecy, John. He said, Those are three ways God speaks to us now, through prophecy, through tongues, you know, and, and through knowledge. He says, prophecy, John, simply is a special gift that enables a believer to bring a word or a revelation directly from God. That's the passage. Hey, the Lord says to me, the Lord gave me this sermon today, and, you know, this pastor went to sit down there writing, and God said, I'm taking over. <laughs> Without knowing, he's sitting down there, and he said, wow, this stuff is profound. And when he gets through the sermon, the whole church stand up, and when he, everybody walking out the door, but they all got stopped by and said, how much they enjoyed it, that they were blessed by it. See, what they were doing, they were, they were teaching under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit at that time, not knowing that they were prophesying what God wanted them to say, you know, kind of thing. Then there's the tongues. I want to talk about the tongues. Man, you know, because that's all I was, hey, tongues cease, tongues cease. Now, listen, that pastor told me in the Holy Spirit, say, John, tongues involves the human spirit. Intermingling with the Holy Spirit, John. And when we speak in tongues, sometimes we might be praying for ourselves. Sometimes we might be praying, praying for others and whoever God have that leading to. And let me break it down even more. He says, John, I said, yes, sir, talking to the minister. And they say, all right, he says, I told you a second ago, tongues involves the human spirit. That's our spirit intermingling with, with the who spirit? I said, with the Holy Spirit, sir. He says, mm-hmm. he says now, if I tongues to ready to go, Brother John. I got a phone call oh, okay. from the National Association of Exorcism. Okay. But anyway, he taught me to make a long story short. He broke it down to me. He said, tongue is for us today. Tongue is actually for us today. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. God bless everybody. Please so see that www.livedeliverance.com. Little left-hand side of your PayPal, your dedication to your us in prayer. We need that dedication for prayer. And thank you for those who can give. Please, source seed, keep us on air. God bless all of you. Thank you, Chapman John Durden. Shalom. My pleasure, my brother.